0: Hi, I'm Brad, and I'll be playing Bayushi Minoru of the Bayushi Death Dealer School.
1: My name is Jolly, and I'll be playing our illusionist, Soshi Izumi.
2: I'm Evan Strait, and I'll be playing Sakai no Doji a member of the Doji Bureaucrat School.
3: My name is Sam, and I'll be playing Asahina Hajime, a member of
4: the Geeksteer Duelist School. I'm Ludo, and I'll be playing the Emerald Land as well as all wonders and aurochs. Hello, my name is Daidoji Ichi. I'm a scholar, attendant and musician at the House of the Hiramori. We have the most unusual guests, an Emerald Magistrate, And his entourage is coming to our lands looking for a missing child. They stay with us for dinner, where they were witness to some of the intrigues happening between the ruling family, namely, some tension that might be lying between the children of the daimyo, Daidojitai. They met Dayun and Lei, as they have some tensions pertaining a particular puppet show that represented an history event. Don't mind about it. It's just in a inamoshi stories. There's no need for an outsider to worry about them. After dinner and the show I indulge in a few plays of go as they prepare to deal with their mission whatever it is. I want to thank those that help in their journeys, as maybe they will soon leave to other destinations special thanks to Tom and Simon Pratt without which this will not be possible so when you leave the morning the guest house you find Lady Flute waiting for four of you the dodgy die would have a word with you by Yoshisama and she turns to Yuzume and with you too, Soshisama, will you be available?
1: Absolutely. I would be thrilled to speak with your lord again.
4: I would be honored to speak with daidoji sama So, Do you take the other two, even if they were not
0: formally called for? I never travel anywhere without my Iriki. Good help is hard to find.
4: So... She once again gets out her swan boat and uh, once again you're sailing with Daidoji Ishii. And she takes you to where it seems that like the marshlands meet the river again. And you see Dai, Uh, bar-chested. He's skin is full of uh, marks of uh, water and sun damage and a lot of scars and he seems to be singing some melody to himself as he goes around collecting some marshland flora and he waves at you and stops working Ah, emerald magistrate I know that you're going to be venturing into the marshlands today, so I wanted to have some words with you before you leave.
0: Of course. I told you, Sama. What would you like for us to know?
4: Well, I've been thinking about uh, yesterday, and I want to show you something. And he walks for a bit and points out... To what seems to be like a kind of a small elevation rising from the marshlands, covered in debris and mud and a few upturned trees. Look at that place. How would you
0: describe that? Um, looks like, I mean, if you'll excuse my honesty, it looks like some sort of an obvious trap. Something that you'd use to catch game. Have you per chance saw the monstruosities that the crab have
4: brought into our river? Those damnate iron turtle ships? Those jokes that a strong enough wind could capsize? Have you seen them going up and down below the marsh lands they must have been
0: close to Hirosaka, have you not? I have, they in fact provided an interesting landing at Hirosaka. They were not elegant vessels. Something tells me that they're not going to stop there.
4: You don't bring iron turtles just to go to Hirosaka. But if they sail north The crab don't know the marshlands. Not as we do. So they shall be aware of what should happen if they sail through here. All their precious, expensive, brutish Iron Turtle ships. How do you think one would look like mounted there? And... You kind of think, well, it's like half
0: a mile from the river. How will the ship even get there? I mean, Daidoji-sama, I imagine it would make quite a trophy.
4: As I said, the crab don't understand just how dangerous navigation, navigating the marshlands can do. So please, you and your Yoriki, And he turns to Yuzume. Perhaps... You will do well in describing to them what they can find if they stumble in the night across the marshlands.
0: Of course, Daidoji-sama. I mean, these are quite a trap. Quite clever. It is fantastic that nature has provided them here. Good. It's good
4: that we both appreciate and respect the nature of the Uwe marshes. That's something that the scorpion and my family always knew. That's how we came with a decisive solution to the quarrels
0: and skirmishes between our king. Oh, yes. The Ube Marshes are famous for being some of the most hostile terrain in the Empire. I mean, the Scorpion Lands, of course, that I grew up in have no room to mention inhospitable terrain.
4: They are always plentiful and caring for those that we call family. And remember... As long as I am the patriarch of this family, we'll not get into anyone's business. We know our limitations. We're going to respect their deals. And,
0: he, and after that, but he just looks at the heel. The person who wishes to pursue neutrality must do so from a very strong position daidoji sama And I respect that. That is
4: all. I am an old magistrate. I will not delay you further.
0: Daidoji-sama, before we go, I meant to request one final inconvenience of you. I am looking for a scout to help me find Hiruma Peshai. And I have heard that your eldest daughter, Daidoji-lana, is a fantastic scout. I am also looking to hire an additional Yoriki simply to administer over areas that my entourage and I cannot travel to easily and would love to see her in action in the field. So is any of you looking at Lady Flute? Iko has been. Yeah, she
4: seems to be drowning inland at the mention of Lana. (sighs) And is clearly under strife at that. But uh, Di does not seem to have any strong reaction. I mean, whatever Minori is saying seems pretty natural to him. Oh, yes, uh, my daughter, my hair. You will not find better Scout than she is. There are only two persons that might know these lands as well as I do, and she is one of them. And uh, indeed, the people that she personally trained, they are... fiercest let's say scouts so i don't think you will do poorly with any yoriki that she recommends to you and that makes sense however there's only one obstacle she is utterly devoted to the defense of these lands and she can go weeks and months just running from way station to way station From stockade to stockade, never visiting the forest keep. You will find no better scout. She'll get your kid, no matter what. But first you need to find her. And that's the difficult part.
0: Well, Honorable Daidoji-sama, I believe that if I was looking to catch a student, I would ask their master. Where would you guess she would be at? Last time I checked, there were 36 way
4: stations. And she is always the one responsible for dismantling and settling new ends. You all need someone to be extremely close to Lana to know exactly where she might be.
1: My lord, you mentioned resetting way stations. Uh, say, for example, you mentioned the Iron Turtles. Say if they had fallen into one of the natural traps, that the terrain has created here. Would the scouts then seek to set the terrain back to how it was prior to the intrusion from the Iron Turtle?
4: That's an interesting question. I'll say if it was Dion's people, probably not. They'll just move to another location and assume that one is compromised. If It was Lana, I would say that uh, she will assume a higher ground and make sure that any survivor of that trap
0: is corrected.
1: I see. Thank you for the insights, my lord.
0: Lady Flute, I would hate to take you away from further duties, but do you mind, if not yourself personally lending us your aid in navigating, recommending who could be an excellent navigator. And I'm
4: sure I can find someone. Uh, all of you turn to look at uh, Lady Flute. Daidoji Ishi is upwind, and as she turns to meet you, you get a full breath of her perfume. And you recognize the lelax and ginger mix of the letter that you read. And she vows, yes, uh, I'm sure I can find one of the assistants of Saburo-sama that will be more than adequate as navigators.
0: Well, Honorable Daidoji-sama, I thank you for your time, for your advice. We shall have to find another navigator. I do believe I have an idea as to where we may find our tracker. I thank you for your time.
2: Aiko will meet her gaze and say, daidoji san you have run a most hospitable and well-organized estate ever since we visited. You would honor me if you allowed me to follow along and learn from you today. Gladly. Gladly
4: as long as it does not interfere with your tasks.
2: Dai doji I believe the best use of our time today would be spent reviewing your estates. Before we began that task, is there anything that you would know about Lana's habits that could expedite our process? I would like to use Cadence to specifically say, so you're the one that knows where Lana's at. Isn't that a pretty secret?
4: She seems focused on driving the boat. Well, I serve every member of the noble household, and my tasks include being discreet about their affairs. Otherwise, how can I succeed at them, Toji-sama? And on Cadence, she adds, It's my duty. It is my lady's secrets to keep and her order for me to abide. I advise her as I advise the others. That's my place. You should understand that.
2: Aiko smiles and says, The Daidoji are renowned for their adherence to duty and the utter lengths they go to. I have spent some time away from my brothers and sisters here, and it is refreshing to see their adherence to duty. With Cadence, I would like to emphasize her importance on her duty and if Lana needs to be kept out of sight of the magistrates for any reasons for the family.
4: She pauses for that and turns north. There hot winds coming from the west ever now. One needs to be careful when living into the waterways. And uh, she asks on Cadence, it would be better if you don't know. If you get involved, you may come to regret it. And clearly you need to earn her trust.
2: Will it shame the clan? You're just telling me someone who is shown to be highly trusted amongst the crane, I'm on the inside of this magistrate party. You should tell me now, because otherwise we'll figure it out, and it's best if I know so I can do damage control.
4: Okay, so why are you feeling so tense and emotional at this?
2: Part of it is the fact that I'm pulling out my personal chop, a very important signal of my authority on a boat, and it would be really bad if it went over the boat. The second one is, this is the first time in a long while Aiko has pulled rank in any situation as an ambassador of Hataru, and he takes that very seriously. No matter what situation it is, it always comes with stress and worry because he is very aware of how important it is to maintain that image for his champion.
4: I think you will enjoy working with Daidochi Lana of House Hiramori. And with Cadence, she says, that link that you are offering, no matter what she says, no matter what she does, no matter what happens when you meet her, you must make sure... That your lady knows, and your lady has the most positive interpretation of the events.
2: Iko finally pulls out his fan to start fanning himself, signaling the end of the conversation, and says, Lady Flute, I believe that from one diligent servant to another, I can say with the highest esteem that our clan would not exist as a thing of beauty without servants like you.
4: Keep your eyes peeled out for beauty in these marshes. That was always my advice to guests. And she adds with Cadence, My mistress, things have changed ever since she came back from the wall.
2: Aiko will lean forward slightly, caught off guard a bit by this information, and but with cadence, he asks if it would be best that Lana was left to her duties out of sight of record.
4: It will be best for now, as long as Thy Daughty Die serves. But... She cannot stay there forever. She needs to prepare herself to become the leader of this family. She needs to come back. The longer she stays on the swamp, the harder it will be for her to resume her duties.
2: Aiko will politely mention the performance the night before and the entertainment hosted by the two brothers and specifically asks how disastrous it would be if either of the brothers took the place instead of her.
4: She seems to ponder. It will not be disaster either way. They are all good samurai. They will serve the crane. Of course. They have different personalities and priorities. They will take the family in different directions. That you can be sure. You're not asking between a clearly better choice or another. You are asking about three different futures for the Iramori. (laughs) The Doji Ishii takes you through the same territory that you crossed the previous day. You see the workers on the flooded Fields of rice. You see people gathering uh, herbs. You see people salvaging through the, the debris, and all the way that uh, Doji Eko puts the other up to date on the conversation that he had with Lady Flute,
2: specifically. All Iko tells the rest of the party through Cadence is to be prepared because Lana had spent time on the wall. He keeps the rest of the information shared between him and Lady.
4: So what is going to the head of each of you as you travel in almost silence through the lands of the Iramori on the way to the deepest parts of the marshes?
0: Minoru hates literally everything about this situation. He hates the fact that they're walking into what could very easily be from what Aiko has told, has just mentioned in Cadence, one of these swamp cranes having lost their wits, or even just an ambush from the Hiromori in general, or a million and one other terrible things. A swap that there's no way that they know of out of Amongst a Family that at every turn has put his Yuriki and him in danger.
3: Yeah, Hajime is just uh, just extremely tense. Um it's the same tension that came in yesterday when Yuzu almost died, where from like that moment forward he just like became this like tense like very focused, like looking everywhere for possible threats of demeanor, and even more so now that Iko clued him into the fact that there might be an additional danger he was not even aware of at the time.
1: Yuzume is sort of latching onto that point about uh, Lana having been at the Wall, and, you know, she's she's never been to the Wall, but you hear stories about those who come back, and she's wondering the best way to handle talking to her, uh, if they'll get the opportunity to talk to her. And honestly, there's a bit of worry. You know, she, she's fairly confident that she could protect people if need be, but she would rather that we were in a position where we could help Lana some way. Like if she's out here all the time, That kind of speaks to something very bad happening at the wall in Yuzumei's mind.
2: Aiko is lightly fanning himself, trying to collect his thoughts, his acumen, his mannerisms, piecing together the information learned from the play performed last night. He's going through all the information and is coming to the realization that Daidoji Lai, through the puppet performance, told Daiyun to go kill Lana in the marshes because she's a disgrace to the family. She's a liability. Iko then runs that information through Lady Flute's obvious concern about the current daimyo, Daidoji Dai, retiring at some point, realizing that the longer he stays in power, the longer it is put off having to deal with Lana becoming the daimyo of the family. And Aiko is running all the possibilities through his head, trying to figure out how to appropriately approach this person when they do eventually meet. And is like very intensely inward focused in thought.
4: You go into the waterways of the wet marshes where you have thick spots of uh, vegetation making what seems to be false islands that would be deadly for those that were unsure of its footings, as well as clogged waterways which could easily trap you. And as you go maneuvering across it, while everything seems to disappear in the distance, and it's only you and the boat... And Ishii pulls out her flute and plays it so you are left alone with a melancholic melody as your make a way to a large formation of trees half flooded. She stops her boat and turns while I'm playing. She knows that I'm coming, and she'll make sure that to not attack immediately. I'll be playing as you go, but if she sees you before you see
0: her, well, my music is not going to help you. Maybe I should go first. There's a decent chance of her seeing the rest of you before you see her. I think it might be a better chance for me to see her before she sees me.
2: I concur you are the most likely of this party to find her first Minoru-san. I do express a word of caution. Imagine the sight it is to this valiant defender of her homelands to see a scorpion sneaking about.
0: First, Minoru is going to switch out of his more fierce, snarling mask Into his cloth mask. Would you mind looking away for a moment? Switching them. He's going to... Make sure his... Weapons are carefully sheathed... To where it will be obvious if he reaches for them. Do a little light stretching. All right. I'm going to very carefully... Approach...
1: Will you need a shroud, Bayushi-sama?
0: As much as I think I would love one, Izume-san, I think it might only serve to frighten her worse. Very well. And with that, I'm going to try and get close. Now, I'm not trying to sneak up on her. I'm going to try to get close without her turning me into a pincushion.
4: Well, the first obstacle is going to be to navigate this place.
1: For communing with the spirits, the Earth Kami in particular is to find a patch of dry land in a wetland. It's to point out even part of a safe route. She keeps a bag of stones uh, in her Obi for communing with the Earth Kami. Uh, they're from the temple that she originally worked at when she was living back in Pacao. So they're from a sacred place. They're not inherently sacred stones. She's just kind of taken them from somewhere important to her. And she'll take a couple of them, hold them up in her hand, and it looks like they're crumbling in her fingers as she's asking her questions.
4: So you can hear to a soft crumbling as the the drowned Earth kami of this place, answer feebly to your requests.
1: Where might my master tread so that he will not fall into the waters?
4: You can see the of the earth kami as they awaken, and you can see a safe path open before you. And you are sure that at least your footing will be secure.
1: Where have you felt the footsteps of Daidoji Lana? She is lived in these swamps for some time now tracking, hiding protecting she is human like us and she may carry sorrow and anger and frustration in her heart
4: they make a little rambling towards east here, Here is where the territorial one hunts.
1: Thank you for giving me your time and your advice.
4: So what do you tell the others?
1: Once the rumbling has stopped, uh, Yuzme will look up to Minoru and gesture to the path that's opened up and say that way should be safe. And then she'll point in the direction that the... Earth Kami told her to go to and says, You will find her that way. They call her territorial. Be careful. Am I ever anything else? Be careful.
0: Who leads?
3: I'll lead. Hajime uh, is going to bring up the rear. Um, I'm assuming right behind Yuzume, who he is keeping an incredibly close eye on, but he's also, when he's not specifically making sure that she's not in danger because yesterday stressed him out very badly. Um, He's probably trying to keep an eye out ahead of uh, Minoru just to make sure he doesn't miss anything that he might be stepping a little too close to.
0: So why so stressed? Minoru was trained in the school of the Bayushi Death Dealer. He understands how ambushes go and how terrible walking how terrible swamp warfare is so the idea that he's now effectively having to walk into a probable ambush in a swamp covered in traps is just the worst he is quiet and sweating bullets
4: so you lead the group you go into the direction that yezumi suggested and you are making great effort not being detected. And you have to dive through some creepy trees that seem to be consumed by mold and yellow mushrooms. And as you cough your way through, you find yourself staring intentionally... To, towards some trees and you realize that there are figures fused with the trees and tell me what is the mask that your
0: brother uses? Um, my brother's mask it's the opposite of Minoru's It just covers the top of his face. It's probably just as intricately decorated, but it very much covers just his eyes and is most commonly a wood grain pattern. It's designed to look simple.
4: Yeah, and you see it poking out from a twisted face on the tree. And on the other tree, you see a twisted reflection of your own face wearing your mask. And back turned to you, wearing the scorpion colors, you can see a shade. And even with its back turned, you recognize it as your brother that never was. And you can, even from the back, you can see that he's smiling. Oh, brother, what a fool of yourself you make. You have not figured it, have you? What a poor excuse to a magistrate. You know very well that uh, if it was me, I would have already solved it.
0: Um, everyone else who's with Minoru sees him start sweating, start gulping. Uh, it's. You're. You're not here. I've got this under control.
4: How do you? Tell me, do you recognize this? And uh, he draws his sword, but instead of the sound of a blade being unsheathed, it is the shimming of bells. Have you figured it out? Of course not. You still cannot figure out who destroyed the tower, even after all this time. It was your only case. Your first case is an Emerald Magistrate. It might be your biggest failure. It's not a
0: failure yet. I've got this under control. You're not here anyway.
4: (laughs) Oh, little brother. I'm always with you. You made sure of that. And I know what you're thinking. But you forget the most important questions. Who would benefit from the Daidoji or the Mott or the Hare not being aware of the flood coming in their direction? <laughs> Who was ready to jump at the opportunity? <laughs> And he sheets his shadow blade and the shimming of bell stops as he walks away. And suddenly you are alone with the trees.
0: Minoru starts saying out loud, who is it? Getting louder every time he's repeating. Who 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 would benefit? Minoru sama? Kinda of jumps. Are, are... Is something troubling you? No, nothing, Hajime. I thought I heard something. Let's
4: press on. Yeah, you do hear something as you, after your outburst, you see the vegetation to your left twist. You can hear the cracking sound and it seems to be moving as if something massive is rushing towards your direction. And you can hear the grunt grunts, swine grunts, as you're pretty sure that a bar is rushing towards you from the vegetation, from the direction where you were supposed to go.
0: Minoru's going to draw his sword and get ready to swing at the pig. Uh, yeah, Same. That's the thing. You can hear the the
4: grunts of the pig for a while. You can hear the things moving, but the pig is not coming out. It seems mad for someone being on its territory.
0: Minoru's going to sheath the sword and kind of just for everyone to keep moving. He knows they've probably lost any element of surprise they had, but he wants to remain a little hopeful.
3: Hajime will sheath his sword, but he's going to basically keep his hand on it, treat it like a yeijutsu cut.
0: Yuzume, you have to watch where you're going. If you make any more noise, they're going to find us. What are you doing? I thought I told you to stay at the boat.
1: By Ushisama. She backs away a little bit.
0: And he kind of looks at Aiko and gives him like a hard glare. And you need to be quieter,
2: too. Casually raises one eyebrow.
0: He's even going to shoot daggers at Hajime.
2: Hajime is completely stone-faced right back.
0: And then Minoru's going to resume sneaking. You go around and you figure out that uh,
4: there seems to be an intricate setup that is making the wind move the trees in opposite directions. There seems to be a system of pipes... That are making a low sound that sounds like the grunting of a pig. And you realize that this was much a thing to keep you away as an alarm system, alarm system that you triggered. And you know that your target has been made alert of this. So you need to intercept her before she comes to check on the alarm. So now speed is more important than grace. Yuzume and Minoru, you are able to speed ahead. The moment you realize that it is a question of time and you arrive at what seems to be a camping site and there is a fire pit and you see a tiny woman with short haircut and a terrifying green covered in face paint and you seem to have caught her midway as she was putting on her armor and she stares at you two scorpions in her campsite and she stares at the spear on her hand You can still hear the distant sounds of the flute.
1: Daidoji Lana, we have come here with the assistance of Lady Flute. We wish to speak to you, if you would grant us an audience.
0: I'm also going to show her my Emerald Magistrate seal and just, we are not enemies. We are merely here to help. We've been enjoying the hospitality of your family. Okay, so why is this so tense for you?
1: This is unbelievably tense for Yuzume even before they got here because she had to run after Minoru to get to this place and the Earth Kami spoke to her earlier about how territorial she was and she just has this feeling that, you know, Lana's out here because of what she experienced on the wall and... What if her need to survive just kicks in and this doesn't work and she doesn't care that Mineros is an Emerald Magistrate and that they haven't made any aggressive movements towards her? Like, she's genuinely like, this, this could go very badly.
4: She throws her spear to the ground and sits. She hugs her legs and puts her knees together as her eyes seem to tremble as she cannot remove the rictus green on her face as she tries to calm down. She barely seems to be acknowledging the two of you now. And on this time, the other two manage to catch up, and she does not even seem to react to the new
1: presences. My lady, we are joined by members of your own clan, we we truly do wish to speak to you on peaceful terms. Um, we've heard that you are the greatest tracker, the greatest scout in all of your family. And we would humbly request your aid in a most important situation.
2: Ico is heartbroken seeing this member of the Crane family being almost kept out here out of sight from the rest of the family, out of something that she can't control, the family putting her aside, iko feels a connection to some of his early days in his childhood and drops any formalities or all the plans of status and negotiation that he had run through on the boat fall out of his thoughts, and instead he drops on his knees, presses his head to the mud, and says, My lady, we seek a peaceful transaction.
4: She turns her eyes towards you and takes a deep breath. Her voice is coarse, a mix of not having been drinking enough water and clearly not talking a lot and definitely not loud. What has brought you here? Why you come for me? This is dangerous. You should go back.
1: There is a child missing in the swamps and he fancies himself skilled enough to make it out on his own. But his family is concerned and having experienced the swamp firsthand, we feel it is best that we... Act to take him home as soon as possible. We're told that there is nobody that we could trust with helping us, quite like you, my lady.
4: You mentioning the child? She finally regains composure, and she smashes the camouflage on her face. As she rises, and the permanent nervous grin fades a bit. Oh no. Are you telling me he did not go back to his family? He did not. She takes a deep breath. I told him to go back. I was harsh with him to go back. I threatened him to go back. And yet, the poor idiot. (sighs) So stubborn. Look,
0: what happens if he
4: does not want to go back?
0: I I don't know, Daidoji-san. I'm supposed to talk to him. And tried to convince him to go back.
4: Well, maybe you'll do a better job than I did.
0: Maybe. I do owe him much. He saved one of my compatriots. I'm hoping I can talk to him. His family is very worried about him. Save you? How? He saved Yuzume-san here. She was in a trap and he gave her a rope, pulled her out of it.
4: Really? But she gives a nice inspection of Yuzume. You don't seem harmed.
1: Mostly shaken. I was very lucky to have so many people trying to help me.
4: I see. And she she seems to pretty much be hiding something about what happened to you. But instead she says, well, take into consideration what he did for your assistant, magistrate. Beshai deserves as much. Would you not agree? I do. I do. I can find him. Give me a couple of hours. I'll take you there. I just have a request. Whatever you wish. I don't want Peshai to see me because I'm afraid that then he'll be even more reluctant to go away. That sounds entirely fair. And she leads you and she has another boat and she puts a bow and she shoots... Two whistling arrows waits a bit, and three crows go out of the marshlands and fly overhead. They keep cawing and they stop after a moment. And she seems to have gotten what she wanted, and she leads you. And as you go with her, she seems quite composed for the most part. Other than uh, a few nervous ticks that she displays when she's focusing too hard, she seems to be in full control of her environment and seems to be well-devoted at keeping all of you safe. And he's pretty courteously doing that, even if she never raises her voice over a whisper.
0: I believe we have you at a disadvantage. My name is... Minoru, and these are my companions, Doji Aiko, Azihina Hajime, and Soshi Izume.
4: My name is Daidoji Lana of House Iramori.
0: We spent two nights with your family, met your father and your brothers. They seem very nice.
4: They are, though they don't understand, no matter
3: what Tishi may say. Hajime says, it is a very difficult juxtaposition for one's family to care about them, and yet for them not to understand the things that hold us back. Wouldn't you say
4: so, Daidoji-san? I think you have a pretty good summary of the situation, Azahina-sama, but your grasp is a bit lacking. Yes, disadvantage can be hard to struggle with, but usually, together, you solve them. But what can you do when Doing what you do best and what you do coming forward is actually what creates the gap between you Then, what can you do other than live in a way that is not genuine to yourself.
3: And that seems an awful thing to do. I would certainly say that's true, dadoji san I encourage you to, if I may, live in a way that is genuine to yourself. And one with sharp eyes such as yours will certainly recognize when the world and the Celestial Order, such as it is, provides us with an opportunity for living in accordance with oneself to become a benefit rather than a drawback.
4: She gives you this intense glare as if she's getting what you are implying, but her words are non-committing.
3: I apologize if I am overstepping, Daidoji-san. No. I speak merely of my own experience.
4: I see. Well... Some of us throw ourselves on the battlefield. I throw myself to preparing the defences of my family. With my service, they cannot find a way to complain. Even if again, they don't understand. And in fact there are less people in the world now that understand. Where are you magistrates of wandering ones? I am the emerald magistrate of
0: Hirosaka.
4: So now you have her full attention. Mm. Then do you know what happened to the Mott? And you can see the green is back, she's very stressed at the possibility of learning what has happened.
0: I, we are still investigating that matter. It seems that their home was destroyed by lightning. That's what we personally witnessed, but we are pulling at threads and seeing more. What about
4: their people and their teachings and uh, all that they have accomplished? What about that? And she no longer is talking to a whisper. She's almost screaming.
0: We are still investigating their teachings and I do not know any more than that, Daidoji-san. She seems a bit hopeless.
4: (sighs) Excuse myself for a moment. I dare to hope that there might be still something of the mod left. Something I called reach out. Anyway, we are here. And she leans against a tree. One hundred meters from here, you will find Pishai. There are four of his traps. There, 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 and there. Be careful.
0: If we find anything of the moth, I will be sure you will know.
4: Well, at least I hope that you do everything possible to protect Osaka If that is all that remains of the moth, It's the least we can do to make sure it survives. So you enter there, and you can see a kid with a scarred arm, a bandage up to the wrist of the other arm, a stain on his hair, and he seems to be sleeping as you approach. Pesha, I wake up. If we could, wakes up and tries to reach for his y- Yuri.
0: Calm down, we're not
4: here for a fight. He looks around and recognizes Yuzu, who? Oh.
1: Yuzume uh, offers him a bow, says, Thank you for your assistance the other day, young man. We had been hoping to thank you in person.
4: He is pretty flustered at that. Are you Emerald Magistrate? What are you doing here? Well,
0: Peshai, what are you doing here? Yes, he seems nervous. I, I, I came here to talk with someone. Uh, Minoru's is going to find a place to sit down. He's already covered in mud. Peshai, were you here to talk to Daidoji Lana?
4: Yes. Did she send you to send me away? And she, he seems
0: very upset and proud. No, Peshai. We, ha- I had to convince the Daidoji to lend me four different scouts to find you. I have been running up and down the marsh for almost a full day looking for you. Lana would not help us. He seems a bit proud of himself. Pesha, I would love for us to sit here and gently trade conversation, but I'm going to be very frank with you. Your family misses you and wants you home desperately. I guess, but there are others there.
4: There are so many others there. I'm sure they could find someone
0: else that could need their attention. Peshai, you why don't you want to go home? Let's start with that. I understand not wanting to go home. I have not been home in three years for a reason. But please, let tell me why you don't want to go home. And
4: he scratches the band-aid on his left wrist. I want a place to belong and being a Iruma is weird. You always have to feel ashamed of being a Iruma. I cannot, how can I find passion on what I'm good at if I'm supposed to be ashamed of? It? It's really
0: upsetting. I, again, I want to a place where I can belong. Pesai, I know, I, I, you've completed your Gampuku, correct? Not yet. How long do you have? One year, maybe two.
4: Probably after this, they're gonna make me wait two or even three.
0: Pesai. You are quite possibly the most skilled scout I have ever encountered. And is this you doing it joylessly? I don't expect I, you to
4: understand.
0: I'm, it's an thing. Look, Peshai, I'm not trying to impose an understanding of this situation. Instead, look, why don't your people are very upset that you're not home. Justifiably, they care deeply for you. I understand you don't want to be there forever. So look, we'll get you home. Come with us. Let us escort you home. I will speak to your sensei. I'm not going to guarantee he's going to listen to what I have to say. And if you do, I will write a recommendation. Not even a recommendation. I will at, write a letter posted for as soon as you're done, your genpuku Gempuku, to come work for me as yoriki. Uh, and it's pretty upset. You don't get
4: it. You don't get it. I love Mamikaki. I love my family. But I'm not supposed to show. I'm not supposed to enjoy. Do you get it? I don't want to live. But I cannot bear to be on a place where I'm reminded every single day that this will never be my home, that no place can be my home because our family failed. Do you have any idea how unbearable this is? As a scorpion.
0: I know deeply of what it feels like to be told there are things you are forbidden to enjoy. Things you are forbidden to be. I am explicitly familiar. I am familiar. Aiko is familiar. This is Sakai no Doji Aiko. He is one of my Yuriki. His whole family estate destroyed by a tsunami. Yuzume-san can understand. It is entirely understandable how you feel but hiding out here in the Ube Marshes living hand to mouth like you're not the most talented tracker and scout I've met here. Do you feel any freer here? Getting hurt? Running? Hiding?
4: He pouts. His back teeth coming out. He crosses his arms and he, and he mumbles
0: I couldn't hear you Peshai. What was that? I'm not hiding out. Hesai, you're not going to feel any differently hiding in these woods. I told you I came here to belong,
4: but even here I'm rejected.
0: Hesai, I I do understand that. Feeling like you belong somewhere is something that comes with age and with finding that place you fit. My Joriki Hajime, who had to leave, he never felt like he belonged until our previous magistrate brought him on i didn't feel like i belonged amongst my clan you may not feel like you belong now but you will
4: i shall probably go back even if it is only to stop causing trouble to other people and he scratches
0: again his wrist and bandage pesha that is the most reasonable thing i have heard in several days
1: young man have you injured yourself
4: No, but you can see that he's clearly hiding something.
1: If you would let us take you somewhere safe, we can have that looked at, cleaned up, you would be fine. Will you at least let us do that before you go?
4: Yes, I call who's a hot bat.
1: And the baths back at the Hiromori guest house are absolutely perfect. As I'm sure you remember, I was covered in quite a bit of mud yesterday and came right off. You will feel so much better once you're in the warm.
0: And he nods. Now, there is only one term to all of this. We're going to need you to guide us out of this godforsaken section of the marshes. Oh, I can
4: do that easily. I mean, I don't understand how you cross the entire marshes.
0: It's probably easier if you come from the Scorpion Plains. Pescii. These people will tell you very happily that nobody has ever accused me of doing things the easy way.
2: Iko leans down and says, I know that you don't have anything worth being worried about, but would you mind if I looked over what you're covering there, just to be safe?
4: He go pale, and he knows that there's no solution here from here, uh, coming out from this. But uh, he offers his arm and turns his head away. You uncover the band aid and you see the skin still red from a fresh tattoo over his wrist of the Daijoji Mon.
2: Aiko's eyes go wide. He says, This is a symbol of great warriors. You are honored. To carry a symbol such as this while making eyes at Minerubian, like, oh, help.
0: Pesci, how did you come across such a lucky mark? Mm, it was. Alana told me
4: something similar. You said I wanted to prove how determined I was, so I did this. But she was mad when she saw this. She screamed at me and told me to get away. That. I was a fool if I thought that that would be all that it took, that I should go back to my family.
0: Tessai, you are a unique lad, and I understand why you feel like sometimes you have trouble fitting in. But you aren't a bad one. Let's cover that up and let your Uncle Bayushi think. I just went to
4: get home at this time. I miss some falcon. Recipe Dangos. Do you have any chestnuts? There are no chestnuts on this side of
0: the Oh, river. don't worry, Pesha. I'm sure when you get back you'll receive a warm welcome. Let's go. So
4: you leave Pesha's encampment and Asahina comes from talking with uh, Lana and the four of you go back to where the flood is playing and Daijoji Ishi. Bowers? Ah, I'm pleased to see that you found the child. Thankfully, that's. That is gonna be all for that case, Bayushi sama.
0: Lady Flute. Lady Ishii. I think we got off on the wrong foot. I apologize, but I'm glad to be closing this case with everything wrapped up and resolved. And she uses cannons to ask you. How about my
4: mistress? How things went with her?
2: Aiko smiles and says her dedication to duty was matched only by her kindness and compassion to others. And in Cadence says there shouldn't be any issue with how she is seen by the magistrate.
4: And she adds, What are you gonna tell Lady Otaru?
2: Lady Hotaru? will be notified of the zeal held by the hero Mori.
4: She nods and they helps you back into the boat and returns you to the west side where you can see on the omens of the setting sun that something
0: dreadful awaits for you. Brad can be found on Discord at BZAJ1648 and at Twitter at BZAJDABarbarian.
1: Charlie can be found on Discord as Risa and on Twitter at BowserJ, where you can find links to her L5R blog.
2: Evan can be found on Facebook as Evan Strite or Discord as PushyMushy1871, and I'm a part of another actual play for L5R called Secondhand Strife. You can check us out anywhere podcasts are distributed.
3: Sam can be found on Discord and Reddit as Live From My Basement and on Instagram as @sjsyblotch. Lulu
4: can be found at Deletiel on Twitter. And their design work can be found at Populesque Ludum Syndicate on DriveThruRPG and Itchu. This is a Courts Game podcast. You can find more about them at Court Pod, on Twitter or at their site courtgamespot.com. Legends of the Five Drink is the intellectual property currently owned by Fantasy Flight Games.
2: D20 Radio, your gamers roll.